Hey, Black Love fam. Before we get into this dope conversation, I have to tell you what our friends at Target are up to. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating and elevating Black success all year round. They got the HBCU design contest and the winning designs were showcased last month and they were fire, like I told you they were going to be. And you have to check out the Buy Black product hub. Why? Because not only do they have dope loose leaf tees, which are my jam, but they also got my other jam (laughs) for the upcoming spring and summer, Lafette Rosé all day. Target is out here uplifting the Black community and my tea game. So if you want to learn more about how Target continues to support Black entrepreneurs, students, and creatives, visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. What's up, Black Love fam and first-time fam? Welcome to another edition of Man to Man, a part of the Black Love Podcast Network. I'm David Wazicki, General Manager of Black Love, and today we got a brother who's written a lot of songs you might have heard of. You still might be humming. I know for me, I hum one of these, and it's one of my um, what <laughs> one one of those songs you don't expect, but the um, the Jace Shantz joint. Um, down, 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 down. Anyway, um, that that's a little my <laughs> little my vocal work. Um, but he's worked with some real artists that have real vocals, such as Carl Thomas, Joe, Jay Sean, and the list goes on and on. He's also co-founder of the Heavy Group label. For me, more importantly, he's a father of two as of this year, which we're definitely going to dig into. He's a husband. He's a New Yorker. So I got I got a shout out with the manual air horn. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm just excited to jump into the conversation, learn about this man's evolution and go man to man with the Jared Cotter. What's up, brother? Wow, that's that's quite the intro, man. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, a lot of a lot of things in the world going on, but as usual, trying to tap into wellness, trying to tap into uh, keeping things balanced as best as I can. How are you? How are you doing, man? You 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 have to do do that these days. Yeah, mental health. Obviously, it's the the term of the of the times, <laughs> yeah, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, thank God for that, right? Especially in our community. It's, uh, it's something that's always been kind of not even a, a secondary thing, mm. but like if you if you spoke about m- your mental health, you were considered a punk, you know. So <laughs> yeah, no, that, I'm, that's I'm real. really happy. <laughs> that's real. Really happy that uh, that stigma is, is is going away. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you say that about <laughs> being a punk. If you say anything related to your mental health. You're a native New Yorker, like I said, mm-hmm. growing up in New York and you grew up in Long Island. Yeah. Grew up in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're out there. You were out there in the city. Yeah. I was Spanish Harlem. <laughs> yeah. So when I tell people from where you're from, that I'm from New York, oh, where, where are you from? Long Island. Like, ah, uh-uh. that's not real, <laughs> really New York. Yeah. Um, but it is, you know, it's, it's certainly a different um, experience in some ways, but you know, the, the New York City is just a train ride away for, for me. And, and I definitely took advantage of that growing up. Long Island at, at the time that I was growing up was um, 
a, a great place to, to live. Um, I'm sure it still is, but I haven't been there in a long time. You know, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood, hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. And, and uh, so I was just a, a handful of uh, just a handful of us around town in, in Corum, New York. And, um, you know, we were closer basically to the Hamptons than, than I was to New York City. Hmm. When I say that, people think, oh, you grew up rich. That's, right. Right. That's not, that's not the case. <laughs> You know, there's there's plenty of uh, uh, middle class and, and lower income uh, areas on Long Island. Yep. It's not just uh, it's not just the, the Hamptons, you know, that people think of. Um, not all not all white parties. I had a great childhood, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not all <laughs> not all not all diddy white yeah. parties for sure. You yeah. know, no Russell Simmons walking around. You know? Yeah. But um, uh, it was a, I had a great, great upbringing. It, it kind of shaped me and, and allowed me to be able to move in 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 a lot of different circles you know um being having the experience of growing up around white kids and uh latino kids and it was uh it was different but but i i wouldn't change it uh but i found out a lot about myself of who i was through my family and sure. um, my grandparents and instead of like having the quote unquote stereotypical you know, um, black experience, you know, my experience is a black experience. Absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that, that's Long Island. It was, it was a great place to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I have a close friend that grew up in Long Island too, and he had to break it down for me. So he was the first yeah. one to explain the inner workings of Long Island. And, you know, all I knew, like you said, and a lot of other people, <laughs> it's like, you know, the Hamptons. And then I knew Montauk, which is the end even further out. And that was like one of my favorite places yep. until it became Party City. But but before that, <laughs> just these little nooks. And he start he started explaining like predominantly white, but it wasn't, you know, it was like a on a lower middle class. They got into a lot of things, you know, whether it was drugs or gang-ish type of things and it, it's it's like yeah. it, it's trippy because like like you said you, you you have these preconceived notions and i think that's something on a bigger scale that we should take account of right is you have these preconceived notions about people where they come from and you just start assuming right you start painting this box and saying ah you're this therefore you're that therefore you're yep. xyz and it's just not the case and everybody's unique upbringing is its own experience. And I love that you said that experience is a black experience because I'm black. <laughs> that in itself is an experience in this country. <laughs> so you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, in some ways I've, I've spoken to some friends, you know, grew up like, or where I grew up and, you know, we had a, a, a very black experience having to always be black in those arenas, in those, you know, communities, you know, to basically represent all of yeah, us. There you go. Because, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. There wasn't enough of us, you know, there wasn't enough of us to, I don't know, explain who, who we were yeah. to people, yeah. who we are to people. So, yeah, you know, my experience was, was, was an awesome one. I grew up, grew up around great people. Um, and, uh, we live in a great house and great community and, and, uh, I'm very thankful for it. That's dope. That's dope. 
So one, you know, one thing we like to ask around these parts, I know you got IG blue check certified, but uh, here at man to man, we like to get you (laughs) man to man blue check certified based off of one question. Okay. (laughs) I'm ready. What does masculinity mean to you? Oh, (laughs) David. Yeah. Coming in hot. There we go. That's how we Um, start. (laughs) Yeah. What does masculinity mean to me? Um, I think it means to me allowing yourself to be feminine. And Mm. um, what I mean, what I mean by that is the preconceived notion that a man is supposed to be hard, is supposed to be tough, is supposed to be, you know, uh, just strong all the time. That unrelenting uh, stigma is is very hard to bear sometimes, you know, yeah. and what it does is it it turns into ego. It turns into uh, a lashing out or a meanness, I'll say, you know, to say elementary, uh, elementarily, because we're not meant to be that all the time. Right. Certainly there's a lot on a man's shoulders, mm-hmm. but I think being a man is is recognizing that you don't that you can be soft sometimes and allow the the feminine side of you to to come out and um you just can't be tough all the time you're gonna get <laughs> get your girl your girl ain't gonna be happy if you're <laughs> tough all the damn time right, you right. know so yeah I, 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 that's my my short answer i guess no i dig it i dig it Look, one thing I'll tell you, and I'm going to keep saying this on every episode, I hope I never say otherwise, no two men have ever given me the same definition of masculinity. Wow. I think it's a beautiful thing because masculinity should not be what you said, you know, people think it is or stereotypically being tough and and big and this and that and not being able to tap in to the feminine energy like you said i i'm a big believer in yeah. as human beings we have masculine and feminine energy it's just a matter of our genetic makeup that makes us think we have to tap into one more than the other but there are variations person to person human to human like it it doesn't matter what you have that within you i've noticed that even more so having a daughter so i have uh she just turned four last month, uh, got a little Pisces running awesome. around. <laughs> so four-year-old daughter. Yeah. And that put a lot of perspective in my head. You know, I, I've always been interested in this masculine feminine energy scenario, but the reality of it is when you are bringing up a little one in this world, that's real life. That's like in the making. Now you are shaping and molding and you know putting these ideals and ways of being and living into this little human. But you're also learning from them as well, right? Because they have a clean yeah. slate. They have no preconceived anything. They have not been filtered by the world, this country, yeah. melanation, anything, whiteness, none of that. And it's just, it's pure, right? Yeah. They're coming at you with their pureness. And then you're coming back with lessons learned, things learned. What, what is this masculinity thing? So, you know, I want to ask you, how, how has that felt for you raising a son 
and now raising, you know, congratulations. Uh, it, how, how old is Thank she you. now? Your daughter? She's two and a half months. Wow. Uh, that's, that's why I got these bags under my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> that's why I still have these bags under my eyes four years later and, and count it. It, it doesn't yeah. go away once you have the first one. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if these are from my son or from my daughter. <laughs> um, I also have a Pisces. Uh, my son is a Pisces. Oh, uh, dope. So he just turned six. There you go. So happy birthday to your to your to your daughter. Thank as you. Well. Likewise. Um, probably, probably just, but thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's listen. I I haven't been able to have any conversations with with her just yet with Kai. Sure, sure. Just yet, but um, I can tell what it's done to me already from a, from a patient's perspective, you know, even the way I speak to her so far is much different from how I speak to, spoke to my son and speak to my son now. Sure. You know, it's funny. They were, they were born around the same weight, but I was telling my wife that she feels, but she feels smaller. She feels dainty, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's just in our heads. It's just, um, you know, uh, fathers and their daughters. It's, you know, it's just a, it's a very special relationship. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's already, you know, it's already changed me in a, in a very profound way. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it, man. I believe it. And and more to come. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it, when when we found out Melanie was pregnant, um, I was just like, oh, it's another, we're having two boys. That's it. We're, we're, you know, and we're boy parents. Yeah. And when we found out we're having a girl, it was like <laughs> mind blowing to me. Yeah. You know, didn't know what to expect with that. You know, we just had an amazing experience starting to raise a son. He's a great kid and he's fun and funny and, um, and, and very much a boy, right. Sure. You know, jumping all over the place and, and, and being a being a, a, a kid, a guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what I'm learning already is that just because I have a daughter doesn't mean that all that is going to happen as well. You know that right. that, it's, that she's going to be bouncing off the walls. That she's not going to be funny and and you know will just dive into a pool, yeah. you know, at any, <laughs> any, you know, without any hesitation. Right. So, you know, it's, um, I'm, I'm learning already. I've learned so much, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the, the questions you asked me earlier, you know, what does masculinity mean? I, I may have answered that differently before her, hmm. you know? So, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm excited to be a hashtag girl, girl dad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to the end of, of your boy, how has that felt raising him and this whole idea of masculinity? Because you, you even mentioned you thought you were going to have a second boy. So what made you think that? Yeah. Yeah. Like before I even get into that, like what made you think (laughs) you were having a, a, a second boy off the bat? There's just like a lot of boys in my family. Okay. Um, I do have two two cousins that are girls, the three cousins that are girls, but I don't know. It was just like a very <laughs> masculine energy in my family. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just I just assumed, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up with a with a brother, and I don't know it to be different. So I was like, oh yeah, I was having a, another boy. Got you it. Know? So I just assumed. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gl- I'm so happy that we have one of each. Yeah. 
So, so far these past two months, has it shifted anything you've done differently with Cameron or has it been, you know, nope, Cameron is, you know, we've been guiding him this way. We're going to continue this way. And now with, um, with the new, with, uh, Kaya, now it's, you know, taking those new approaches and feelings and, and, and things like that. As far as Cameron's concerned, um, I know that we've done a great job so far because I think what happens when you have your second, you, you know, you, you now have a newborn in the house and you you know, what comes with that. It's, it's a lot of time spent with the newborn, Mm -hmm. you know, it's bottles again, it's diapers, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, um, crying it's late nights it's early mornings you know it's, it's the same thing yeah. <laughs> again yeah. so right so you know what i've learned or seen with cameron is what we've what we've taught him these last six years is working because he's he's been so much more uh autonomous because our time is now divided a little bit mm. here yeah you know not our love but our, our time and he's been able to basically become a, a a bigger kid because because of it you know um I, I woke up the other day thinking that you know i'd have to go wake him up for school and i walk out of my room into the living room and he's on the couch reading a comic book legs crossed <laughs> he says hello daddy <laughs> in, this, in this british accent and i'm like who is who's this grown-up kid yeah. you know and uh <laughs> It's just, you know, a testament to who he is. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm, I know I have to get up for school. Yeah. Um, Daddy is feeding my sister and and I have to at least get out of bed. Right. You know? So he's he's definitely turned a corner. And um, and he's like I said earlier, he's just an awesome kid. I, I we couldn't be more blessed. Yeah. I mean, being able to turn on an English accent, that's that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> If this kid isn't an actor or an entertainer of some sort, yeah. you know, when he when he grows up, I, I don't I don't know. He's, <laughs> he'll be successful in whatever he chooses, but yeah. but uh, he, he's definitely got that that bug in him for sure. Not still, still. All right, fam. Before we get any further, it's time for a little joy break. What's a joy break, you ask? It's a lot like our blue check question around these parts, but this one is for all of you listening. All right, you ready? What brought you joy this week? It could be simple as your favorite iced coffee, your favorite red wine, something your little kid did, something your dog or cat did. I'm going to give you two things of mine. First, for me, it's all about music. I literally walk around, think about things, put ideas together to music. If I'm not listening to it, it's in my mental fixture day in and day out. So music is that pulse that just gets me moving and brings me joy from anything big to anything small. Another thing that brought me joy this week was, yep, my weekly target run, because we all do them. I was able to shop Black-owned and founded brands and get everything I needed to bring me a little joy this week, like a little rosé and a little tea, just putting it out there. And look, we're not just talking about in February, Black History Month is behind us, but 
through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating our community all year round. Look, it's important to make sure we all take a moment for joy every single day. So if you want to surround yourself with a little joy and help uplift and celebrate Black creatives and entrepreneurs, make sure to visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. So I want to bring up something that's been out there, keeping in the, you know, the family conversation, but now shifting to the relationship with you and your wife, Melanie Fiona, for those who don't yeah. know. And it's something interesting. She's a big fan favorite around these Black Love Streets. So I'm sure I'm sure there are many who know. There may be many who don't know, especially with this podcast, since it is man to man. She's shared her side of the story. So I'm like itching to, to know your side of the story that, you know, of, of how she broke up with you. Like <laughs> you both knew when you met, you know, the love was there. You were the one, then you broke up. I want to know why. And then somebody wasn't ready for this. Somebody wasn't ready for that. And I mean, years later, yeah. you have these two beautiful beings, but rewind <laughs> yeah how did this ebb and flow the in and out what happened yeah i mean melanie's definitely better than me at like going back <laughs> and, and reliving all that yeah i think maybe because she was the one who broke up with me sure and i don't like to relive that <laughs> but um yeah when we first met man it was it was fireworks it, i don't know what else how else to explain that not nah, just like immediate yep there there she is mm. you know and um and we were on this amazing world whirlwind of of just spending so much time together all the time very very like quality time with each other having great conversation about what we wanted out of life i can't remember if we started traveling before or after but you know we took these amazing trips together to asia like it was we did a lot yeah. in a in a short amount of time and it was very intensive. And I think after maybe, was it six or eight months of all that, like just real intense relationship right out the gate, you can't say that I got scared, but it, there was definitely a, um, a step back that I took hmm. um, that I wasn't, and it was, it was subconscious. It, it was not something that I like thought through. Melanie is an extremely connected person and she felt it immediately. Wow. And, you know, was very in tune with me, still is. And um, really said to me, I don't think that you're ready for what I'm ready for. Mm. And I love you, but I love me and I need to protect myself. Um, and you need to go and do whatever you need to do when you do that and you're ready, come back. Wow. Uh, and I, it, it was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. we, I was like, we, we've done this. I've, I've, I've said yes to that. And, and we would, you know, blah, blah, blah. we're in it. Babe. Yeah. And, uh, she wanted, um, what she called exceptional love. Wow. And. It took me a second to, and I'm, I'm, I'm 
so, you know, talk about, I don't know if the masculine <laughs> part of, of a man will admit that things like this, right? Right. But she, she was just right. Mm. You know, she was right about it all. It was so admirable that she knew what she wanted for herself. And I realized that I didn't know what I wanted. So uh, she broke up with me. And um, for six months, it was a little bit of uh, I, I, my ego kicked in at first. Like, of course, what, man? Of course. what are you talking yeah. about? I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. You know, I got this. Yeah. I sold all these records. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's like, yeah, forget it, you know, <laughs> but I couldn't, I just, I just couldn't forget, forget her. I couldn't forget it. Sure. And, uh, eventually I realized what she needed and what, what I needed also though, you know? Um, and I think once anyone realizes those two things, what your partner needs and what you need, and you can kind of meet each other in the middle. Right. That's when a successful relationship happens, you know, and since then we've been trying to give each other what, what, what each other needs. And, and, uh, I certainly know what she needs because she will tell me <laughs> off the bat. I'm telling you right now. Um, <laughs> and you know, I, I just, uh, listen, she, she was basically, it all comes down to, she was further down the line and I needed a moment to catch up. And, um, I'm so glad I put my running shoes on. Ah, there you go. I like that. I like that. You know, I've I've heard, and there are interesting conversations around this where people have said sometimes you know when you've met the one, air quotes, and then yeah, there's a timing where, to your point, where. Melanie was ready. She was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to be committed. And you were like, subconsciously, eh, yeah, I love it all, but eh, mm -hmm. am I though? You know, what was there something that stood out to you that said, hmm, I got to do this? Or maybe it was a traumatic experience, or maybe it was uh, just, just you having to feel that confidence or that knowingness. Did, did, was there something in particular? No, I, th I, th I think sometimes as guys or, or men, mm -hmm. we're so used to playing the game. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're, we're so used to being just the, the, the player, yeah. I'll, I'll say, yeah. you know, yeah. and not that I was dating any other, anyone else. I, I wasn't. But, you know, the, I, I said I wasn't scared. Maybe I was scared. You know, uh, I was scared to kind of make that, that leap to being fully fully committed and fully in it yeah and you know wrap your mind around that because it's one thing to like be exclusive it's another thing to be a partner yeah and yeah. that's yeah. what melanie was looking for mm -hmm. um and and i think i needed some time to wake up to that it's a lot better men to be a partner to someone that deserves it than to um, be running in them streets. I'm telling you, it's just so much better to be able to share your life, even for a short amount of time. Like, even if it's just someone like you're, you're dating, but you love this person, like 
you know, I see I see some of some of my single guy friends, they'll they'll be like, Yeah, I'm dating this girl, but you know, I got this chick in, in New York, I got this other girl in Cali when I'm there. You know what I mean? It's, it's like so wait a second, bro. You you actually not giving all this the, the time that it deserves to see if this person is actually worth your time. Right. And if and to be honest, you may not be worth hers, and that's kind of messed up. You know, I think we've all made that mistake, especially as guys. Absolutely. You know? um, but Anyway, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. No, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, uh, but it, it's a you know it's a trip because th- <laughs> this has come up a few times. I've spoken about this in the past too, where with being a, a player and that mentality, and I believe you know in melanated communities, it, it's a bit more prominent. Like that's the sure you know Latin community, that's the machismo our black community it's just yeah. you know it's it's about being that dude like if you can you know yep. get yep. x amount of numbers and show off and it almost becomes this scenario where you're doing you're doing it for everybody else but yourself mm. you know it's just like here look what i got look what i'm doing i got this 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 i got this many numbers this many girls and then it's the braggadocious of it all but like you said, and I, I and I, I truly believe what what, what you were saying. I, I as soon as you said it, and and the being exclusive versus being a partner, that hit because I can recollect when I was in those moments too. Right? It's like, yeah, you're with somebody that's your girl, blah blah blah. But mentally, emotionally, are you fully there with them, or are you looking at the side right. of your eye? just in case, you know what I mean? And, and going back into that mentality of, oh, I got to make sure I keep my player card and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just, (laughs) just all that talk. So it's wild. And I, and I'm, I'm really glad you said what you said a moment ago about, um, telling the men out there, there is this beauty when you can find it. And when you can, Mm -hmm. even if it's short lived, give your full attention to the person you're being exclusive with for the opportunity and hopefully being able to fully experience that person and all that there is because potentially there there's something greater there you know i i i love saying 1 plus 1 equals 3 that when you bring two people together you're bringing your relationship their relationship of them to themselves, and then you both create this relationship together, right? So you have three identities. Mm, I love that. In effect, and that's just, I mean, you just magnify by doing so, but if it's always this, I'm just with the person physically, where where is it to go? And to your point, it's, it's, you know, it's time wasted. You could be wasting that other person's time because like you and Melanie were talking yeah. about, she was ready. She didn't want to be, you know, waiting longer and have you stringing along and you need to find yourself. You need to understand what it takes to be, you know, fully committed and present in the relationship. So one, I appreciate you telling your side of the story, but I also appreciate you being open about, about expressing these feelings and these perspectives. Because again, I, I feel like, especially going through, a breakup and and you hit that where she broke up with you. So when when that hits the masculine ego, 
mm-hmm. it's like ah oh, whatever you know it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah all right <laughs> cool watch, yep. watch me now you know and then a lot of guys yep. go into that okay well now i'm really gonna date now i'm really gonna show out but you're just going further and further from yourself you're going further and further from the opportunity and you never really gave yourself a chance in the race um so that other metaphor is dope too with um with putting your running shoes on. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. Whenever uh, you hear stories about that, like where the guy or even even the woman, you know, the, the breakup happens and then they they're just like on a rampage. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. And every story you hear in every movie and every whatever the case may be, they always will come back to the realization that it that was wrong yeah. you know yeah they always do that that they found themselves finally when they were either alone or with the person that they ultimately wanted to be with right you know right so don't waste the time doing all that other nonsense um you know when you're young you're young but like i'm talking about when you're you're an, an adult and and ready to make some some real progress and forward movement in your life um that's why i call it like melanie's my partner like yeah yeah she's my wife she's (laughs) all these other things but at the end of the day we have a family business and she and i are are 50 50 partners i love that being partners from that point where you had to sort of find yourself sort of understand you were ready for commitment was there a point, maybe maybe it was that time or maybe it was sometime after where you then said as a person, maybe there's some more development, maybe there's some more growth internally? Because usually when you do find the the partner in life, they tend to bring it out of you. I, I feel like it, you know, with yeah. myself and my relationship. I had all these interests and different things and wellness and all of that, but it's when I connected with, with my partner and it's funny, you use partner too. Um, that's when, that's when I really started growing. That's when I started like really tapping in and, and trying to evolve as, as a person, as David, uh, and to really understand myself and, and start giving myself that self-love. She's a big promoter proponent, excuse me, in ensuring I have that so that I can give back. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, that's starting to be in in like the commercial, social media, all of that of, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. I'm glad that type of phrasing and that understanding is becoming more and more of a norm. Because, you know, to the point, mm-hmm. you know, rewinding from the beginning, like this wasn't even a conversation. Like women talk like that. And, you know, for men, you know, it it wasn't even a thought, but I'm glad we can talk about that too. And it's so important, you know, with my personal experiences as well to be able to start realizing that. And I fall off (laughs) every so often, but thankfully she's there to put me back on track. Yeah. Have you felt that being with Melanie? Like once, once the commitment happened, once you were both partners in this thing called life was, was there some development or or new ways of seeing yourself that started happening? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's, it's amazing how the universe, God, 
whoever you are connected with or whatever you're connected with starts rewarding you for Mm. your decision. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, (laughs) but yeah, man, I, I started to, to, to really find who I was. I still am, to be honest with you. You know, I think we're always learning. We're always, you know, evolving. I shouldn't say changing. We're always evolving and certainly making the decision to be her partner um, was a huge part in my my development because she's like, if anyone knows Melanie, she's like my personal Oprah, <laughs> you know. So I get I get to wake up to a wellness guru nearly every day. Dope. So we're we're always we're always working on on something, and she's always working on herself too. She's she's not blind to the fact that we all we all need to grow more, you know. Um, but I certain I certainly notice a difference. I think. Um, you know, my business actually started to take off. I was more, more focused on what I was doing in my business. So naturally, financially, I started to grow even even more with that. She uh, at least, you know, to be honest with you, I still like, uh, you know, look at her with a side eye sometimes. She starts bringing out her crystals and things like that. <laughs> but I've learned to I've learned to, you know, respect that and and see the power in it. You know, so yeah, man, I'm I'm always on a on a journey. Um, I think what I need to work on is my work life balance. Mm. You know, something I definitely need to work on. I'm I'm constantly working, like up to the point of this podcast. Yeah. You know, you know um, f- uh, filming and recording this podcast. I was sending my last text out. You know, we had to stop for a second. So I'm I'm still learning to work with that and. Sh- and you know, we work on that together. She kind of leaves me alone <laughs> and lets me kind of develop on my own on that one. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's definitely something that, that the, the universe rewards you for, that the universe rewards you for once you make that decision to to make a commitment, yeah. wh- whatever that may be, I think. Yeah. No, I, I still believe in that. And I, I love you uh, phrasing it that way. So with the growth, and because this is a wellness podcast in all its forms, Mm-hmm. Another thing mm-hmm. I like to ask is to this point, so since you have grown and you are in, in development and man, I'm just, sorry, I'm still, I'm still on the point of you talking about the the balance because I'm, I'm guilty of that too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've gone through a lot of burnout, especially these past couple of years. Like I can pinpoint yes. exactly when it happened, exactly when I felt it. So I try to yes. root myself, anchor myself with certain, which I'm working on making non-negotiables to myself with my morning routine. So I'm one of those 5 AMers cause that's all the time. Cause Ananda woke up uh, my daughter. She will be up at a certain time. She's a child. She knows no different. She's always up at a certain time. Yep. So I got to make sure I can yep. get in my, you know, few non-negotiables and, and then then it's Ananda time. Then it's daddy, daddy Ananda time. But, um, what a beautiful name, Ananda. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, Sanskrit for blissful joy and happiness. And she brings it every day, man. She brings it every day. And I, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So only, only the second time that I've heard that name, um, Ananda Lewis, right. Was her name back in the day? Yeah. That was, uh, she was a (laughs) DJ on MTV. Yeah, man. MTV, BET. Yeah. yeah. 
Nanda Lewis, shout out yeah. <laughs> if you come across this. But yeah. Shout out. <laughs> who, right. Who knew that you, we would shout out Ananda Lewis today? That's amazing. There you go. <laughs> 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 what I was trying to get to was, do you have a routine that addresses mind, body, and or soul hmm. on a daily basis, morning, night, over the course of the day that are your anchors? See, David, this is what I'm working on, man. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I feel you. <laughs> Listen, brother, this didn't just uh, happen. This is a yeah. this is years in progress getting to where I'm at, and I don't even get all three in like uh-huh. I want to. Nevertheless, we're works in progress, right? <laughs> we're works in progress, and it's something I think, um, yeah, I definitely need to work on. It, where we're at right now, where I'm at right now with the, with the new baby mm. is um, – it's like, you know, you know this, it's like a, a bomb essentially <laughs> your house, right? God. And it, it blows everything up yep. and you kind of like have to wait for the dust to settle to see where you can fit in, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're, you know, we're, we're in that stage right now, but certainly um, routine needs to happen. I will say though, my whole life being a creative, you know, I started out as a songwriter and as an artist routine isn't necessarily uh what goes hand in hand nope. with people who are creative right 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 so it was never really a part of my practice but now being an executive and um you know with with an extensive client list it is something that i need to to definitely begin to implement especially now with two kids it's just it's just necessary and, and to your point you know waking up at 5 a.m it just kind of comes with the territory, right? You, yeah. You you have to make those quote unquote sacrifices to make sure that you just get things done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, one thing I've, I've said before is I, I ask that question. I don't always, and maybe I should start prefacing. I don't always expect people to have a routine because, you know, in life, like you said, <laughs> I mean, especially being a creative, I mean, what, what is the routine? You know, on a daily basis, you're trying to source in- inspiration in w- whatever way, spiritually connecting to source or however you label or, yeah, you know, going for a walk and just having it hit you or you just sit down and you're like, okay, I'm going to write, I'm going to write this song. I'm going to write this script. I'm going to write this treatment or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this poem. Yep. And it just doesn't hit. Cause you're like trying to force it, but yep. you know, I'm, I'm sure you know this already. It, it, it happens when you least expect it. It's just boom, you know, and, and you get that epiphany and it's like, okay, it's go time. So you can't really stick to the, oh yeah, at 5am I'm going to get this epiphany <laughs> about this song or about this artist. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, it's exactly. like, it, it's going to come when it's going to come, but there are those things yep that we can try to build in to keep our heads level, to keep our bodies right, to keep our um, spiritual. So, you know, with Melanie, it may not be the, at a certain time of day, but she'll throw those crystals in front of you and, you know, it's go time (laughs) or you laugh about it, then you go do your own thing. But I think there are those things we uh, anchor and I, yeah, for you right now. And I also failed to realize the two month old scenario and where that's at. That's the, like we talked about the, and and people it's real. If you have not had a child yet, it's real. And if you've had a child, I'm, I'm sure you can relate and, and feel for this man right now. Cause I'm out of it. And I'm like, 
I don't know if I'm going through it again, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dude, it was tough. It was tough, you know, to, to find out we were pregnant after five years yeah. and knowing that, um, okay, we got to go all, you know, back to the beginning. Yeah. Back to the beginning of, and I mentioned this earlier, the, the diapers and the bottles and the crying and, you know, and the, the, the late nights and the early mornings. It's, um, it's a thing. It's a thing. And, but once you're through it, there's nothing more beautiful, you know, even, even, even honestly, even going through it, it's, it's, it's a, just a beautiful process. It's a beautiful time. Yeah. Um, but it is challenging. It is, it is challenging. challenging. I, I, I miss meditating. Mm. I do. I miss meditating. I started a record label, uh, with my partner, um, not Melanie, my business partner, <laughs> uh, it's called still. And basically what still is, is, uh, a record label of all meditation music. Oh, dope. I need so, that. So, um, yeah, it's it's super dope, and and he and I we we are are big proponents of of um, of wellness, and um, you know having a, a music to listen to while you're being still mm-hmm. uh, was really important to us. So we call it still uh, sit till I learn love, mm, and love that. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, not to plug anything, but it's available now. Ah, plug it, <laughs> plug it, because I'm about to ask where is it available? Where can I where can I stream it? Everywhere, man. everywhere, yeah, everywhere. Okay. It's uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, uh, wherever you title, wherever you listen to, to wherever you stream, it's on. I'm with it. I am with that. Yeah, and when when it comes to something like that, plug away because I look. I I need that. I could, man, use a dose of that. And I think that's something else. It's you know sometimes we, we have our things, but to switch it up, like I've, I've never meditated to music. So the moment you said that, I was mm. like, I could vibe to that. Cause music's huge. It's like a huge part of my life. I, I've, um, I say to a lot of my friends, like I have all these songs in my head that are soundtracks to my life as I'm going through life. If I'm doing mm-hmm. something little, there'll be a, you know, any track or rock, reggae, hip hop, whatever, whatever the case may be, but there's always some song or lyric or phrase that I'm just always smirking about to myself because I'm like, ah, this goes right into this. And this conversation, I didn't want to interrupt mm. you, but there were so many songs <laughs> that was popping up in my head. And I think to have mm. music, because I, I do think music is therapy. It's, it's therapeutic for me. I also think for meditating, that's beautiful. And, and studies are out there. It's proven, you know, certain frequencies do help your heart rate, your calmness, yes. get you hyped. I mean, that's why we listen to hip hop yep. in the gym to throw down because it gets us hyped. It gets the heart rate up. And same thing with being able to be still and those frequencies hit and you just, you, you vibe Absolutely. out. So I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm intrigued. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I mean, it, listen, it's not, there are a few um, singing songs on there. There's a wonderful artist uh, by the name of uh, John V, who's, who's done a lot of work with uh, Jay Shetty and, and hmm. uh, the Smiths, nice. um, who's, who's, who's available on our, our record label. She's amazing. And um, yeah, but it's, it's a beautiful way to kind of just be still. So that's why it's called still. I love it. Love it. Listen, I want to be respectful of your time. I'm appreciative we had this time to get together. I think there's a part two in the making here because I I could now I'm like in the flow with you. 
now I got your vibe. I picked up on your vibe. Now I'm really <laughs> to go deep. So uh, we're, we're going to have to make a part two, figure it out. Once you get some uh, more sleep, let's do it. <laughs> let's, um, <laughs> yeah, let's definitely do it. Uh, are there whenever any, that will be? Whenever that'll be. I mean, uh, I'll check in with you from time to time. Let's <laughs> let's let's see when yeah, it's happening. Sure. Um, are there any projects though that you would like to plug or that are coming out to let the people know about? Not at the moment, man. I'm I'm always working on something. Um, you know, uh, we're about to start rolling out Bozzy again. If you guys are familiar with him, um, we also have uh, Keanu Day coming soon uh, again. And and I'm pushing, pushing. I promise you, I'm pushing <laughs> to get Melanie back in the studio. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, you know, just whenever she whenever she's ready. But yeah, definitely check out still. And I'm also working on a bunch of other wellness initiatives that I'll, I'll definitely come back and tell you about. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a special time, and and uh, really just just uh, embracing this this time with, with our with our daughter, uh, Kaya Love. Oh, it's Kaya Love. Oh, that, oh. Kaya yeah. is already a beautiful name, but Kaya Love. That's whew, that hit. That's dope. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, listen, brother, like I said, we're going to do a part two. Thank you for making time for this conversation and going man to man with me today. Black Love Fam, you can follow Jared at Jared Cotter, C-O-T-T-E-R on IG. Are you on any other socials we should know about? Yeah, I'm on all, on all of them, all wherever of them. you're at online, all right. <laughs> uh, at, at Jared Cotter. All right, that's what's up. And in the meantime, Black Love Fam, make sure to tell another brother, king or queen, about Man to Man so we can keep convos like this going and keep building each other up. And if there's someone you want to hear from, connect with me on Instagram, at Wazicki, W-A-S-I-C-K-I. And let's get them on the show and have a beautiful conversation like I just did with Jared. So until next week, peace, love, and put your running shoes on. Ha, ha, ha.